Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Of course, during the course of this hour, we are taking as many of your telephone calls as possible. 800 848 WABC. 800 848 9222. A show of unity with NATO leaders. President Biden is heading to Brussels. It's his second time uh, making the trip before NATO to Brussels, but he's headed to Brussels next week for a show of unity with NATO leaders. This is going to happen next Thursday, and it is a good thing that Biden is going. Why? Anything at this point that will increase the pressure on Vladimir Putin is a positive step, a step in the right direction. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. President uh, Zelensky, in just a few hours, will address a joint session of Congress that is happening uh, later today. This is something that his wife uh, said that caught my attention. And that is the first lady of Ukraine says she worries about her husband's life. And rightfully so in terms of uh, what's going on. Because this war is Russia against Ukraine. But increasingly, this war is Russia against the civilized world. It really does appear to be that way. That's one of the stories that I am keeping my eye on, and I see your phone calls coming in. We're going to them momentarily. Another story I'm watching this morning is absolutely horrible. I mentioned it uh, last night during the program, but we will follow up again on it. A situation where another Asian American has come under brutal attack this time in Yonkers, where it's caught on camera. It's actually caught on camera. And the suspect is now facing attempted murder and hate crime charges after punching his victim approximately 125 times. You heard me correctly, 125 times. In the video, the suspect Uh, approaches his victim from behind. It looks like another situation where the, the woman was trying to enter her building. She has a shopping cart. She's minding her business. Her back is to the suspect when he starts wailing on this 67 year old woman, punching her in the head, knocking her to the ground again, all on camera. Then he starts to even spit. On the woman. This happened just a few days ago on Friday, and uh, Westchester officials are livid. And the good news, the third story I'm keeping uh, keeping an eye out on, the third story, the a 30-year-old has been arrested in the uh, serial homeless attacks uh, in terms of shooting homeless people, and this 30-year-old suspect uh, has been has mental mental illness issues has been homeless himself was arrested in the nation's capital 
bravo to the ATF, to the NYPD, to the Washington Police Department for getting uh, this suspect in custody. But I just want to, every now and then, and I'm coming right back to uh, Ukraine. I'm coming right back to it and to the Yonkers attack. But I, I just want you to listen to this for one second. And you can probably guess where I'm going. And it's where another individual has has fallen through the loopholes of the criminal justice system. So court records show that this man, uh, uh, Mr. Gerald Brevard, was arrested in July 2018 on assault charges and later pleaded guilty to attempted assault with a deadly weapon. He was found mentally incompetent, mentally incompetent to stand trial in June of 2019. Records show that he was sent to a psychiatric facility in D.C., St. Elizabeth's uh, Hospital. A month later, he was deemed competent to stand trial, and soon after, records show he pleaded guilty and was sentenced to a year in prison. That's a good thing, right? That's a great thing. That sentence, however, was suspended. The sentence was suspended. And this is happening in cities and towns and states all across America on a daily basis. We collectively spend billions, and rightfully so, on the criminal justice system and on the court system. And it just seems like more and more every day, it's a system of sympathy for criminals and not so much so for, for the, uh, for the, uh, the victims. But again, let's come full circle. The topic of Ukraine next week, president Biden is heading to Brussels, uh, a show of unity with NATO leaders this, as President Zelensky later on today, will address a joint session of Congress. And let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin this morning with Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Here's, here's the deal. If you, if you go back to the history, you go into it with some, some real vigor. You go to the history of Ukraine and Russia. They, they've been at odds. Quite, quite a number of years. There are issues that go back and forth. Correct. Uh, my, my personal feeling is that that the Ukrainian government, not the people, of course, the government, kind of flim-flammed the Soviet Union. This is why you've got a crazy lunatic like, like Putin going after them with hell on earth. He's, he's ticked off, and probably some might say he's legitimately ticked off. They just played with him too damn much. And, you know, it, it just blew his freaking mind. Now, his threats of nuclear war are not going to happen. Two reasons. Number one, the Chinese, if he starts launching nukes, the Chinese will blow him off. The, I know it in my heart. They'll blow him off the face of the earth before he can get 10 or 20 of them in the air. The second thing is, is that there's a chain of command between him and the nukes. These men, you've got like four or 500 key people. They're not going to end the world because Vladimir is having a bad day. Okay, they're just going to step off the panels and, and, and throw the keys in the garbage. Well, let's, hey, Phil, let's hope that you're correct, but we have no assurance that, that you or anyone else uh, articulating that point of view is correct. We just don't yeah, know. Well, Are you willing to take that chance? Well, there's, there's one other issue which should be pointed out. The United States in the mid-1800s, you had a, a dozen or so states that seceded from the Union, and the North engaged in a horrific horrific bloodletting battle with the South. People were killed. Women were killed. Children were killed. Hospitals were, were burnt down. Uh, you know, when you think about it, we have a country here that has its, its roots in re either revolution or in civil war. So this, this thing with Zelensky coming here to New York or whatever, Washington, and going pleading right. for Congress. Well, no, no, he's not, he's he's not coming with here. with an empty basket. It, it's going to be done. away with an empty basket. I, I, I don't think so, Phil, but we will see. I do thank you for the call. It will be done uh, via social media, if I understand this correctly. It's a, a bit uh, later on today. So I, I, he's not coming to, President Zelensky is not coming to America and then flying back to um, 
I don't even know if it's possible for him to uh, get back to Ukraine, uh, considering what's what's going on in the uh, in the world here. Let's go to Rob. Rob on Long Island. Good morning, Rob. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, good morning, Dominic. I'm just really upset and disappointed that the EU is not really taking a strong uh, proposition to stop buying Russian oil altogether, because that's that is the. Uh, uh, that's the gasoline that's 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 fueling Putin. I mean, uh, I remember reading Margaret Thatcher's biography. Margaret Thatcher didn't want to belong to the EU. She didn't want to belong to the euro. And I'm convinced that if she was around, uh, she would be telling the EU, no matter what the sacrifice, stop buying as well. We're heading into spring, heading into summer. Bicycles are good, you know, thermal underwear, whatever. But you're giving him a hundred million dollars a day, and that to me is criminal. That's my that's my point. I I hear you, Rob. Some countries are, are much more oil dependent and energy dependent than others, and so and I hear you on taking the hard line. And some people feel that's exactly what is needed, but others point out that there is a necessity for for the goods and services that, unfortunately. Uh, Putin uh, offers out of um, out of out of Russia. Let's go to Lisa in New York. Good morning, Lisa. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Dominic. Well, Joe Biden gets complete blame for this Ukraine thing. He wouldn't give the air the MiG airplanes to um, Ukraine, as you know, but he gets complete blame. He doesn't care about the 97 children that died, Ukrainian children. I mean, if this was Trump, he'd be impeached five more times. But I'm glad the GOP, the Republicans, are really blaming, blaming Joe Biden. He's got blood on his hands. It's his fault. This is unbelievable. And I'm glad, the, the, like I said, the GOP is um, uh, saying all this. So, he doesn't so, care about children. He's got so, blood so on his hands. So, he's out there with TikTok and whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. So, 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 so I I hear you, Lisa. I hear you. So, so uh, Biden heading to address and and appear with NATO leaders next week. That's not at least a step in the right direction as far as you're concerned. Too late. Are you kidding? These these uh, radical leftist Democrats that are running him, like Ron Klain or the other one that are running this country and uh, Susan Rice, they're always wrong. They always are on the side. They, they colluded with Russia. The Democrats did. And remember, Ukraine, Russia has so much on Joe Biden's uh, uh, family, his brother, James Frank, Hunter Biden, the son. They've got so much on them. It's like blackmail. That's why uh, you'll see Joe Biden's not going to do much. He, well, well, he, hey, hey, Lisa, I really appreciate your call. We do expect for him to announce an additional $1 billion uh, in support to Ukraine. And um, I, I don't know when the announcement will be made uh, publicly and officially, but that is something uh, that is coming soon. And so let's take a uh, telephone call. We're going to stay on the Ukraine topic. Let's take a uh, a telephone call on one of the local stories that I said is on my mind. This woman that was attacked by, uh, call them whatever you want, um, I think you folks already know what how I feel about the suspect here in this type of case. And um, let, let's take a telephone call on that. Let's go to Miguel in Flushing. Good morning, Miguel. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, it's good to talk to you again. Um, Eric Adams and the Democrats have blood and feces in their hands. That's what they have. This is all their fault. This is de Blasio, and now it's Adams. Okay, but wait now. Wait, 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 wait. Miguel, this happened in Yonkers. So how do you blame Eric Adams for this? Well, it's still probably run by the same Democrats. Well, Yonkers has their their own police commissioner, their own mayor. You know, so if you want to criticize Adams, I, I hear you. But I just don't see how we can blame him for something that happened in Yonkers. Well, he's um, he's worried about other things now, the, this COVID mandates and all this stuff, instead of all these attacks that are happening. Mm-hmm. And nothing is being done. 
Nothing. What? I don't think anything has improved. If not, it's gotten worse. How could what? we have gotten worse from de Blasio? I mean, that's <laughs> the bottom. You can't go any lower than that, I would think. Right, right. I agree with you on that. Um, if you're Eric Adams, he would point out uh, that started that started what happened yesterday. The um, the new anti crime units uh, that are going to be identified, but the plain clothes units. I don't even know if we can call them plain clothes because they have uh, uh, sweaters and, and uh, polo shirts that say NYPD with their name and and so on. But they they um, they took to the streets yesterday and listen whether you're a fan of eric adams whether you're not a fan of eric adams i say bravo miguel to these units because something has to give in terms of uh getting these guns off the street um the mentality the entire mentality and this is why i constantly say that rudy giuliani not because he does a radio show here on WABC, but Rudy Giuliani will go down in history when it's all said and done as one of the greatest mayors of New York City ever because Giuliani set a tone that it would not be tolerated, that things would not be tolerated. So let me give you an example of of what I'm talking about here, and then I'm going to Dean in Jersey City on Yonkers as well. Then we'll go back to Ukraine. So I, I, I had to record my, uh, my podcast this morning and we had a company function last night. And so I'm rushing, rushing, rushing and I'm in the Bronx and uh, it was about one thirty, and I hadn't had, I hadn't had two minutes to stop and, and get something for breakfast yet. So my wife goes into the, uh, the store. I'm right at a gas station. I'm on complete E. Don't ask me why, folks. It seems like I'm always driving around on E. So I get off at Gun Hill Road because I have no other choice. And I see a a young African-American male. Um, He had to be maybe, he had to be maybe a high school, I, I believe, I guess. I'm not really sure. But. So my wife goes inside to get me a butted roll so I can have something to eat for breakfast. It was so bad I had to put it in the garbage. It tasted like it was a week old uh, butted roll. But anyway, so this young man was standing there and he had a cell phone that he was about 30 feet away from me. And he kept pointing the phone towards the gas machines and things are so bad in the city. And I'm, I'm a son of the Bronx. But things are so bad, what starts going through my mind is, wait a minute, does this kid have some device where he's reading my credit card number? He just kept standing there, no reason to be standing there at a gas station, and he just kept pointing his cell phone towards the gas machines. Now, you know, maybe maybe I was being too critical. I'm sure nothing will, will come out of this. But that is the world that we live in today because of all the crime, because of all the things that are happening, because of what happened to this woman in Yonkers. Hit 125 times? 125 times. Let's go to Dean. Dean is in Jersey City. Good morning, Dean. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Yesterday I called you about the videotape in Seattle, and I said I never thought I would see it that bad until I saw the video of Yonkers. I told you, Dean. I told you. Well, this monster, the size of this guy, on top of that woman, you can't, you got to turn away. You can't watch it. You do do have to turn away, Dean. You are correct. Two two points I want to make. If you're going to keep letting these guys out, why doesn't the federal government get these guys as a hate crime and lock them up and bypass the local authorities? You know what the problem is, Dean? You're asking a perfectly logical question. And it seems like we don't de- we're not living in a day of logic. We're living in a day, if I can be totally frank, of wokeness. And this is what the problem is with all of this garbage, because that's all it is, is garbage. 
I come from the school, right, Dean? From the the, the school that I come from is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. As a as a young black man being raised by my grandmother, she said to me, "Boy, you are always gonna have to work twice as hard as anybody else just to be considered functional or equal." So that was the foundation. But but I was brought up in a system of you work hard for for what you get and and nothing worthwhile comes easy. Now these kids, Dean, are being told, "Hey, you know, um, you have a handicap, and your handicap happens to be your race. So you can, if you will, pimp out your race, and and it's supposed to make things better, but all it does is handicap you either even further. Thank you for the call, Dean. That's why I'm so against all of this wokeness. And, you know, I, I'm just going to say what's on my mind right now. No one's telling these kids, right, if you walk around with a hat tipped to the side and baggy jeans and a baggy jacket, what do you think is going to happen? The NYPD or the Yonkers PD is going to look at you out of the corner of their eye and they're going to wonder, are you up to something suspicious? That's just the reality of the world. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be right back with your telephone calls. I heard you were looking for me. Are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up in about 15 minutes from now, we will have one of our weekly segments uh, titled Carter Cares. And there are certain stories that touch me to the core, to my heart. There are certain stories where I guess one could say I come on some stories from a liberal perspective. I prefer to say from a compassionate perspective perspective that's coming up at about 12:45 this morning and of course at the top of the hour at 1 a.m frank morano and the other side of midnight we are talking ukraine the horrible attack on a 67 year old woman in yonkers who happens to be asian american and the suspect happens to be a man of color and we are also talking about uh the arrest of the um of the man who happens to be happened to be homeless himself and mental issues who was apparently shooting the homeless people in New York and Washington the great law enforcement work of New York officials of uh, of Washington officials they have made an arrest let's go right back to the uh, telephone calls from Cliffside Park New Jersey to Michael on the issue of Ukraine good morning Michael and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC yeah, good morning. It is not Ukraine against the, the uh, Russia, I should say, against the civilized world. It is Russia against Ukraine. Now, to be perfectly honest, I am tired of constantly hearing about Ukraine's enemy. We have our own enemy, and that enemy is called China, right? In the Korean War, it wasn't Russians who went to North Korea and fought with the North Koreans, killing Americans. It was the Chinese. It isn't okay. Russia so, who's so the drugs into the cartels that they turn into methamphetamine and kill 100,000 Americans with. It is China. Okay, I, I got you, Michael. I, Michael, so, Michael, let me just ask you a question here. So the U.S. has no responsibility as innocent people are being slaughtered in Ukraine. Do I have any idea how many wars are going on? Why are we jumping in to help Ukraine? There's innocent people being killed in Yemen. There's innocent people being killed in Syria. Why are we jumping in and dealing with a country that has 6,000 nuclear bombs with everybody says that Putin is crazy? Well, do you really want to deal with a crazy person who has his finger on a button that can launch... 6,000 nuclear bombs? Hey, Michael, I hear you, but the argument also is that uh, Ukraine is so close to so many uh, NATO countries 
that the U.S. has has a direct interest in. And if he decides to continue into Poland, is the U.S. supposed to uh, turn the other way then? No, but here's the thing. We, nobody knows what Putin is going to do and, and, except Putin. Stop everyone trying to read Putin's mind because you don't know what he's going to do. For all we know, maybe he just wants the Ukraine, and that's it. If he attacks Poland, then yes, he turns into a Hitler because now he's attacking a country that never belonged to Russia, and this country is a total independent country. But so far, the only country that he's going after, it's not even a country, it's a part of Russia. It belonged to Russia before World War II. If he attacks a country that Russia went into during World War II to get rid of the Nazis, then you say these were separate independent countries and we should definitely go in and try to stop them. But not Ukraine. Ukraine is not worth starting World War III over. Okay. We should worry, as I said, let's worry about our borders, our borders, I, I hear you, Michael. borders I, and let's worry about all the damage that China did to us. China hey, hey, Michael, has take, take more a breath. Take, take a breath. <laughs> okay, I, I got you. Okay, okay. Let's, let's lower Michael. Michael, I, I got you. I, I heard you repeatedly. I strongly disagree with you, but I, but I heard you. I, I, I feel that the U.S. in this situation, considering how close it, it, it is to NATO alliance countries, that the U.S. must do something. I'm not saying take action to start a war with Russia. But the United States must do something. You have millions of innocent people that 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 are now refugees in in other countries, no place to live, barely anything to eat. It's freezing, no water. Uh, women women can't deliver children. It is an absolute disaster. Let's go to uh, is it Dante and in, uh, in Newark? Dante, did I get it right? Yes, sir. Okay, go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I want you to know I listen to you every night. I think you're great, and you're very compassionate and, and humble. Well, thank you. Um, with regard to the Ukraine situation, I just wanted to chime in and mention that leaders don't make mistakes when it comes to timing. Um, by the time Biden shows up next month, oh, excuse me, next week, it'll be a month. And it's like a party. He's the main guy, doesn't show up. Then he shows up a week later. He's a joke. I, I hear right you. Now, I, I hear you, and you're making a, a valid point. Continue. Yeah, and, and right now, with everything that he's doing, we have all these individuals globally watching everything in real time. What's it going to take for our humanity to finally kick in and just say, look, the guy's bluffing? Business people do not destroy their business model. These guys are in the business of making money. 24 hours a day, every second of every minute. But Dante, what what if Putin isn't bluffing? Dominic, he's going to do exactly what everyone is saying, because that's what bullies do until you call their bluff. Every time you call the bluff of the nuclear weapon, nobody wants to touch it. Now, let's just say he launches five, ten missiles. He's going to get double, triple, quadruple that back. Nobody wins. But no one's going to win with him marching all over Europe. There are no winners. There's only a stalemate, and he has to, he has to save face. He's proud in all this. He underestimated the will of the people. The last call is talking about that, you know, this country belonged to Russia in the past. The people didn't belong to them. The babies didn't belong to them. He has no right to kill babies. He has no right to kill mothers. He has no right to take human life. So he, he forfeited all of that as a pseudo-leader by being the kind of bully that we saw during Hitler's time. Now, I believe that if Hitler were alive today, with the internet, with all the live you know, feed that we have, we'd still be in a situation just like we are now because we can't believe it, and we're brittle, we're soft. We finally have to take a stand. You, you could take a punch as long as you can from the bully. Let's find out what the bully reacts, how he reacts when he gets hit in the nose. I I hear, I hear you Anywhere. I hear you Dante you you make some very very good points but part of me just um you know I I look at this twofold thank you for the call Dante one the way I look at this is that if Russia can't handle Ukraine in a invasion how in the hell could it handle the United States of America so I look at it 
that one way. But then the flip side to that is if Putin is indeed a madman and nuclear weapons start flying, then what? That is the the issue uh, of the day. Then what? Let's go to our friend Jennifer up in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Um, it's been a good program. Dante was a very thoughtful caller. I enjoyed hearing him. Um, I, I just want to say a couple of quick things, and they all relate basically in the end to one another. Um, Biden going over to Brussels next week. Um, very, very unimpressed. I'm very underwhelmed, you might say. You know why, Dominic? What the hell was he doing for the past year while those troops were building up on the border? What did he do? Right. I mean, well, the let, leadership let, and the, let's hope. Ahead? Let's hope there were some backdoor negotiations. I, I'm only. I, I can only speculate at this point. Let's hope, Jennifer, that something was being done. Talk about. Excuse me. I didn't mean to overspeak you. Talk about no. the JV team. On, you know, you've got Jake Sullivan, foreign policy advisor. I, I mean, the guy's never even had a job in his life outside of government. I mean, the whole thing is pathetic. And um, it's just very, very sad. What it leads me to is him, as Rita brought up, hiring out basically these TikTok influencers to try and peddle, you know, his reputation and, and make all the dumb people believe that the only reason that this is happening with gas prices and stuff and supply chain is because of Putin. But we all know. It was almost two dollars up in price in the past year before any of this happened. Absolutely. Um, and so, but and one last thing, if I could, it also relates to just the mindset. These are the people they're peddling to. People that vote that are completely uninformed or getting. I mean, the things are allowed to go out on one side on social media as opposed to others, um, and it all relates to that poll that you spoke of um, during the clip that came up before your program about the poll for 61% of uh, Mm -hmm. New York City residents think Adams is doing a good job? Yes. Well, I'm afraid every day for my my dear family friend, she's 23 years old and she has an outstanding job down there, but I'm terrified for her every day. She's in Manhattan and I just, I think it's disgraceful what goes on down there. And the fact that 61% of people think in two and a half months, what is he doing? You said he's getting the the, uh, the, what is the undercover guys out with the anti-crime unit, whatever it's called. Who do you think is going to be more apprehensive when they roll on to a scene, Dominic? The cops or the people they're rolling on? I think it's the cops because they're going to be under a microscope. And their hands are going to be one hand tied behind their back. And they're going to be hesitant in every way and mostly in ways that could get them killed. And um, it's the same thing that that man related to, even though that crime was happened in Yonkers, that horrific crime. I had mentioned to you the other night, why don't they charge these people with a hate crime? Why? Mm-hmm. Said the same thing. So it's okay if the two people commit the same crime, a white guy and a black guy. The black guy does, doesn't get charged with a hate crime. And just like I said to you last night or the night before, why isn't the Asian community calling out the majority, over 75% of these crimes in New York City, anti-Asian hate crimes are by black men. Why, well, why is it talked about? I, I, mentioned, I mentioned this yesterday, and I'm going to try it again today, because I, I've been thinking about the comment that you made all day long. So, you know I'm African-American. I know, and, if, and, and if I say anything against the black community, there are some people that say to me, I'm racist or, or even worse, right? And let me, let me just backtrack. 99%, 99.5% of you folks that listen to this program are wonderful. And there are issues that we can agree to disagree on. But there are some real nuts out there that... Uh, feel that they have a right to reach out to me <laughs> when, whenever they want to because I'm not arguing the black point of view. So if I feel that way, Jennifer, and I'm a person of color, right, imagine how Asian-American people feel. The, of course, they know the race of the people that's attacking them. They, in most cases, in, in most cases that are attacking them. I thank you for the call, Jennifer. They know, but... They can't say it publicly because they don't want the attacks to double. They don't want to be called 
racist. And we live in a world right now, we live in a world right now of, I'm trying to figure out the best way to uh, to say this. We live in a world right now where, and this is why I, I wouldn't want to be one of these NYPD cops because when they when they got the law on their side and they go to arrest one of these one of these teenagers that's doing wrong, the kid is going to say it's racist what you're doing to me. And the moment the kid says that, the young person, then we already know what happens in terms of the chain of command. You're going to have to go through racial sensitivity training. You're going to have to face an investigation, all because you were doing your job. So this is the world that that we live in. During, during the presidential campaign, the tide turned in America where uh, Black Lives Matter became the calling card, if you will, or the calling issue for the country. And if you don't come from the perspective that fits or benefits Black Lives Matter, then you're a racist. And so that's why the Asian community, they have to almost look the other way, turn the other cheek. They know who's committing these crimes against them. And what I'm trying to figure out is why? Why would you do this to an innocent person? Why? I I don't get it. But, but what I am going to do, I've got to take a break. I'm over the... Uh, time allotment here, but I want to go to Donnie in Brooklyn, who apparently has a comment, uh, an Asian American caller. Is that true, Donnie? Hey, Dominic, how are you doing? Love Hi, are you, an, are you an Asian American caller? Yes, I am. Okay. It's weird, but it's, it, I am. Okay, so so uh, what do you think about what's going on? Just make, try to uh, make a comment on the last quarter. Uh, okay. I, I've been here for 36 years, as, you know, as Asian American, and I know why that, you know, why we didn't make the calls for. Hey, wait, Donnie, Donnie, you're, you're doing something in the background. Can you just stop it for a second because it makes it very hard to hear you. Go ahead. Okay, uh, let me try to park my uh, my, my my car before I make uh, any further. Yes, please. We don't we don't uh, want you to have that. an accident. Yes, uh, like I said, it's, it's all kind of all kind of reasons. Like especially the DAs, how how the countries are going right now, and plus Asian Americans have that tendency that they don't want to call, and 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 they don't want to, uh, you know, uh, make the make a big thing, make a big thing out of a, 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 yes. a small thing. Yes. So they and and, and a lot of the times that I've, like I said I've been here for thirty six years, and I don't I don't see the city is getting better. Is in fact getting worse under especially under the uh, Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we what we've seen in the past eight years is like what's the point of calling and then you got you go and 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 arrest the Assyrians and. And the DA doesn't do their job, and then just let them go. And a lot of time you might have like repercussions of because of that. I I used to live in Inwood, uh, mm-hmm. in uh, uh, Upper Manhattan. Inwood is good. In, Inwood, I lived there for like twenty three years. Hey, hey, and, Donnie, I I I've got to take a break, but but let me just say this to you: it it is absolutely disgusting. What uh, keeps happening to Asian Americans uh, in this city, in this country. No one deserves uh, the way the Asian community has been treated as a, as of late, and the community has dealt with this with such dignity and class. But it, it is it is reprehensible. There, there are no words that can explain the outrage that I have for what's happening to innocent people that happen to be Asian American that are not bothering anyone. They're minding their business. Donnie, I thank you for the call. 
Dominic Carter here with you discussing Ukraine, discussing the attack in Yonkers on an Asian-American woman, 67-year-old woman, hit 125 times. And uh, the the man that uh, allegedly uh, shot the uh, five homeless people and arrest has been made. We are now going to take a break. Carter cares when we come back and more of your telephone calls. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter cares. And folks, is it possible for a second? Let's please put the mental illness aside, but the shooting shootings of homeless people. I mean, it is lower than low, lower than low. And I I really feel folks, but by the grace of God, that homeless person could be any one of us that, that is shot or on the street. That homeless person could be me. Things that have happened in my life that I don't talk about on the radio, but things that have happened where when I came to the to the crossroad and went left and it happened to be the right direction, going to school, college, high school, graduate school, or I could have went right and followed my friends to prison, to Attica, to the streets. That homeless person could be, and I I don't want to talk about this too long because I really do get upset about about what happened uh, to these these five men. And in each of the New York cases, this happened in New York and in Washington, officials say that the suspect that's in custody walked around the block and pulled the trigger after scouting the area. So I want you to think about this for a second. A person that is already down on their luck. So earlier today, I'm I'm in the Bronx, uh, getting off the cross Bronx, and traffic was horrendous on the cross Bronx. And I'm getting off at Webster Avenue, and there is a clearly deranged man and he's standing there and he's dancing. He's doing what the kids call break dancing on the floor for a donation. I didn't give him uh, any money because I, I don't want to encourage drug activity. But how sad. And people that are down on their luck. And you're going to shoot them and shoot them in the head and kill them. It's not right. It's not right. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The good thing is that he has been arrested. The suspect, uh, police say, uh, has his own battles with uh, mental illness and, um, and homelessness and for all the billions that we spend, we have got to start having a system of accountability. And all of these woke judges have to go. They have to go, folks. Don't you see how we are we are killing our own society all under the fake name of, oh, historical mistreatment of one group, and now we got to give them a pass for everything going forward. No. Anyway, let's go back to the uh, topic of uh, Ukraine. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank will join me in about five minutes. Let's go to, I haven't I haven't heard from Audrey, our friend Audrey in Brooklyn, uh, in a while. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, because they didn't put me on. I, I miss you. But uh, one thing, lately you've been a little hype. You know, you're shouting and getting excited. Calm down. We don't want your pressure to go up because I got mine at level. But <laughs> <laughs> no, you, anyway. no, you, you, you know why? You know why, Audrey? 
and I, I think I think you can appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed because you have a few nuts that listen to the show that don't want me to say anything about race at all, mm-hmm. right? Anything I say about race, they say that I'm I'm selling out to the white man. Th- this is what they uh, will email me or whatever. Oh, okay. and, they didn't say the radio. And 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 I I have just I'm just I'm really sad. If, if I can be completely honest with you, Audrey, I'm sad about a lot of things that are going on in our community, and they're not going to get better. How about in the world, Dominic? And in the, in the world too, but right. Huh? That's bothering me. Really, I'm sorry. This is your show. I do this all the time. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. I just didn't hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I understand, but aren't you more concerned about the world? Well, I am. Con- I am. Con- I am concerned about the world as well. But I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Audrey, I, I'm gonna leave it alone after this. I don't think that. Um, I don't think parents. Some parents are doing a good job teaching these kids for the world that they're about to come into. They're teaching them that they're a victim. As opposed to go to school, get your education. I mean, anyway, Audrey, make your point. Go ahead, Audrey. I'm not going to say nothing about that this time. But Ukraine, I'm a little puzzled. Um, I, I, somehow, I'm not disrespecting anyone, but have you at the movie, um, The Truman Show and, and Rag the Door? It's like this is nothing that makes sense. If something was going to happen, it would it, ha- it would have been done. The bombing and all it's like something underlining is. It's attracting our attention, and it keeps showing the same pictures, you know. And I do hope that the people that are, will survive, but this doesn't make sense to me. I hope um, it doesn't make sense. I don't see the point of arguing about a, a nuclear explosion or whatever when it's not going to happen, because I don't think anybody wants to go right now. I know I don't, but does it make sense? Right. Well, you and I nor anyone that's listening to the program right now, we don't get to make the uh, decisions, Audrey, you know. But it hasn't happened yet. That's what I'm saying. All this hoopla, uh, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. Yeah, get off the pot, you know. <laughs> well, let, let's keep in mind, hey, Audrey, you know, I, I love your calls because you, you speak from the heart and you do it in a way where you're not trying to insult anyone. So I thank you for your calls. But keep you in mind. Uh, thank, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Audrey. It's just that sometimes, see, because to me, Audrey, to me, it's real simple. It's not hard. Go to school. Listen to the police. Listen to your guidance counselors. There are no shortcuts to success. Get your high school diploma. Chances are you're not going to be a rapper. Chances are you're not going to the NBA. Chances are you're not going to the NFL. Maybe you're the one in five or 10 million that, that will. Maybe, maybe. But you got to have a backup plan. And then go on to college. Get your education. Don't whine and, and run the game about there's no money because there's money and grants. I know because that's what happened in my case. And get your education and go conquer the world. And I just see so many young people that are caught up. Look at the kid in the Bronx. And I know right now, folks, I'm all over the place. Ukraine, uh, Yonkers, the, 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 the attack on the woman in Yonkers. Why did that man do that to that innocent woman? 67 years old. Why, why did he do that? You and I both know why, because he's a loser. And he's upset that his life didn't amount to anything. So he feels that he has a right. And Audrey, I'm trying to listen to you. I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to yell. Keep it nice and calm and cool. He feels he has a right that because his life amounted to nothing to attack someone else. We are running short on time. I'm now going to bring in Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, before we go right back to your telephone calls. Good morning to you, Frank. How are you, my friend? Uh, I'm okay. Let me do a courtesy. Well, I've had better days. I've had better days. I've had better days. I've had better days. 
Dominic, Dominic, your your complexion is your protection. <laughs> That's what he says. You just gave him an hour of content for this weekend. Uh, I mean, he's got 20 hours to fill, so I, I don't blame him for listening to both of us like a hawk, but uh, that's an hour right there. So what do you have coming up this well, morning? Well, I'm very excited about today's show because in the first hour, we have a, a world exclusive, I believe, making his radio debut, certainly in the kind of in-depth interview we're going to do. For a full hour, I am going to be joined by a former Trump campaign chairman, convicted felon, pardoned felon, Paul Manafort. Uh, he's wow. going to join me for a full hour. And now remember, Paul Manafort was well known not just for going to prison and for being pardoned by Donald Trump. He was well known for working on political campaigns in Ukraine yes. and portrayed as kind of a Russian stooge. So we're going to talk about his imprisonment, his prosecution, his pardon, what he's doing now. We're going to get his take on where we are with Ukraine and Russia, what we should do in his opinion, and um, where he thinks we're going in terms of another Trump candidacy in 2024. I'm very much looking forward to that conversation. This is going to be a, a big, big interview. We're going to make a lot of news. It's going to be a first. And then um, this is actually the, I believe, the 100th anniversary of the kidnapping of the Lindbergh baby. So there are some interesting theories about the Lindbergh baby kidnapping, including one that it, Charles Lindbergh might have actually kidnapped his own child. We're going to get into that in a big way in the second hour, explore some of these theories with an expert, and we're still going to manage to have a little bit of fun uh, between 1 and 5 a.m. as well. Now, um, I'm going to – I'm trying to hurry up and make this point so we can get to a phone call or two. You kept me up last night with a uh, very interesting conversation. Mm. So now I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm ready. Okay. So I I, I, I think I'm much more conservative than my kids are, mm -hmm. right? But there's no way in the world that they will ever be cut out of my will. Everything goes to them. What are you going to do with your son? I, I would not uh, take political ideology into account when it comes to any any will or anything. I, I would never make a determination about uh, what to gift someone either while they're living or when I'm dead uh, one, based on their political ideology. Never in a thousand years. But I know a lot of people feel differently. So do me a favor. Don't keep me up too late this morning. <laughs> Pick one of the uh, callers. We got a full board here. All right, how about one. Rob in Yorktown? Okay, Rob, quickly. You got 25 seconds here. Dominic, how are we doing? I'm doing well. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Go right ahead, Rob. Uh, first of all, one thing, you know, this is this is a fact. If if Donald Trump or if somebody like Ronald Reagan was president, none of this shit would be happening. Right. Well, I, I agree with you. I, um, I, I do thank you for the call, Rob. Um, I, I agree with what Rob just said. It's strength rather than weakness. But I will have to save that point. I will have to pass the baton to you, Frank, as you will deal with this. I will readily accept that baton. And uh, as I talk with a guy that worked for both Reagan and Trump, Paul Manafort, this is going to be an interview you're not going to want to miss. Okay. And so you and I are running the relay race. I'm coming around the Boom. third trail. The Boom. Baton, There's the baton. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.